welcome to Coffee Talk with Linda Davis. I'm Linda Davis. Before we dive into God's Word today, just a little bit about myself. I love Jesus. I love coffee. And I love sharing keys to abundant freedom in Christ. Abundant living in Him. So if you haven't already grabbed a cup of coffee, go grab a cup and join me today as I talk about us contending against the many adversaries that we will face when God opens the door for us for effective ministry. And if you haven't listened to my podcast from last week, go tune into that because it lays the foundation of what I'm talking about today. I talked about 1 Corinthians 16 verse 9 last week and that God's opening a great effective door for us but that there are many adversaries. And so I want to continue on with that this week about how do we, as we know we've heard from the Lord, as we know he's placed the key in our hand to walk through the door he has for us to walk through, the great opportunity to be effective for kingdom purposes, how do we deal with the adversaries we've been warned we are going to face, right? So it's a great door that's open to us. It's a passageway. It's an opportunity. But there's going to be adversaries. We're going to face them. Sometimes it's from expected places. Sometimes it's from completely unexpected places. Sometimes it's what I would call from within our circle. Sometimes it's from completely outside of our circle. One thing for sure, absolutely, When you know you're stepping through a door, you know God has given you an opportunity, you know God has said through the Holy Spirit, I have this for you, go here. It will be effective ministry. It's a great, it's big, it's a big deal in the kingdom of God. And you're gonna be effective in it. The first thing we have to do is have prayer coverage. That's the very first thing. We pray for ourselves and we have to have some people that we can completely trust, that we know will cover us in prayer, that will intercede on our behalf. We have, Paul did it. He requested prayer on a regular basis. Pray for me, pray for me, pray for me. You can see it all through the New Testament, right? Um, so 2 Thessalonians chapter 3, Paul's talking, finally, brethren, pray for us. That what? That the word of the Lord may have recourse, have its way, be effective, and be glorified, even as it is with you. And that we may be delivered from unreasonable and wicked men, for all men have not faith. In other words, pray that we're protected against the adversaries. Prayer is powerful. We're going to have people that contend against us. The enemy, the devil, does not want the word of God being effective. If it's not effective, he doesn't care. He's not going to contend against that. He's not going to send adversaries against that. But if you're in the place you're supposed to be in, you've gone through the door, you're supposed to go through, I promise you adversaries are going to show up. If you're in a place and there's no adversaries around you, there's no contention around you. You might, want to, you might want to double check with the Lord that you've gone through the right door and that your work 
in the kingdom is being effective. The Holy Spirit will tell you. He'll turn you away from somewhere, just like he did Paul in Acts 16. He'll say, go another way. You're in somebody else's shoes. You're doing what I have somebody else to do. So now not only are you not being effective, you're causing somebody else to be out of position and not effective. That's pretty powerful right there. Don't miss that one. If you're out of position because you went through a door you wanted to go through, you're taking up somebody else's place. And your place is either through that other door empty or you've caused somebody else to step there because it needs to be fulfilled. So we have an enemy. We have an adversary that's going to cause resistance when we have walked through the great, wide open, effective door the Lord has for us. Pray the word has free course, free its way. It does what it's intended to do. God's word will not return to him void. So if we're in the place God provided for us, speaking the thing God intended us to speak, it should have its way. What does 1 Peter 5, 8 tell us? It tells us to be sober, to be vigilant. Why? Well, let's actually stop there for a minute. Be sober. Does that mean just to not drink? (laughs) Is that what they're talking about? To to not have a glass of wine or, or whatever? No, mentally. Mentally, be alert mentally. Be sober, be clear in your thinking. Be watchful. Don't be confused. Don't be uncertain. Be calm, um, focused. Have a vision spiritually. Why? Why? Why are we being warned to be of clear mind? Why are we being warned to be vigilant? Which really, it's really amplifying what be sober means. Be vigilant. Be cautious. Be aware. Pay close attention. Watch out for stuff about to happen around you. Have an open ear to the Holy Spirit and be watchful. Be mindful of the potential adversaries. Be covered in the armor of God daily. Faith, truth, clear thinking, peace, righteousness, the word of God. And why? As 1 Peter 5, 8 tells us, it says because, there's the big because there, your adversary, he's the main guy, right? We were told in 1 Corinthians 16, 9, there's many adversaries, but in 1 Peter 5, 8, he's zoning in on one, your adversary, your enemy, your opponent, the person that's coming against you to stop you from accomplishing what you're trying to accomplish, to stopping you from being effective for kingdom purposes. Specifically, the devil. Specifically, the enemy. He's the big adversary. He's the king adversary. And then he has what I would probably refer to a bunch of little imps. (laughs) That's what I call them. That are the many adversaries that are going to look to trip us up. And this is the thing. When we think about adversaries, we think about maybe, at least I do, maybe, you know, like people trying to ruin your reputation, people talking about you, people um, going before you and and making things more difficult than they could have been. But sometimes, sometimes it's not. It's just a situation that's put before us, a temptation that's put before us 
that can cause us to trip up ourselves if we're not sober and vigilant. And it says in 1 Peter 5, 8, that our adversary is roaming around like a roaring lion, seeking what? Who he can devour. That's his only desire. He's just looking to devour. That's all. A lion is doesn't roar before he's already stalked you. He doesn't let you know he's coming before he shows up. So when it says the enemy roams around like a roaring lion, he's stalking us. He's watching us. What's their weakness? What's their area? Where can I get them? And it's different for everybody. It's different for you than it is for me. The devil's coming a different way at you than he is at me as our adversaries. Because something that may trip you up may not have any impact on me at all. And vice versa. To devour means to completely swallow up. It's gone. Like if somebody devoured their food, what did they do? Like they almost inhaled it. It's gone. It's no more. And he's always looking to devour our effectiveness in ministry. So again, let's get to the main point of what I wanted to hit today. How do we come against that? How do we prepare for that? We already said earlier, have prayer coverage and be in prayer yourself. And I will even say this, be fearless. You know, God did not give us a spirit of fear. So we cannot step through an open door and be effective in ministry, but be afraid of the adversaries. Be worried and concerned about adversaries, about what may happen, what we may have to contend against. Be, God did not give us a spirit of fear, so be fearless. What did he give us? He gave us his power, he gave us his love, and he gave us a sound mind, a mind focused on him and his purposes. You know, keep yourself steady, keep yourself focused, stay in prayer yourself, stay in worship yourself, stay in the word of God yourself, keep in the truth of the word of God, always walk in faith, believe, don't doubt, don't hesitate, line up your thinking with God's thinking, cover yourself in the blood of Jesus. Cover yourself in prayer. Have others cover you in prayer. Of course, the enemy, he always is using adversaries, resistance, contention, battles, whatever, stumbling blocks. He's always using them to slow us down, to trip us up, to devour us, like the scripture in 1 Peter 5 said, really to devour the kingdom purposes, really. But what do we do with it? We have two choices. Do we allow that to take place or do we instead say, no, no, you're coming against me. So I'm going to draw closer to the Lord. I'm going to draw near to him. As I step through this open door, I'm going to draw into the door, right? God's the actual, Jesus is the door. John chapter 10, starting at verse nine, Jesus is saying this, I am the door. If anyone enters by me, he will be saved and he will go out in and out and find pasture. And then he also goes on to say, by the way, in John 10, 10, and remember the thief does not come except to steal and kill and destroy. But what? 
I have come, I the door, that we would have life, you and me, and that we would have it more abundantly. So as the devil's coming against us when we've stepped through the open door for effective ministry, how do we contend against that? We turn to the door, who is Jesus himself. And we can't be stopped. As as long as we're pressing into the door, we won't be stopped as we go through the door to be effective in our ministry. The very thing God has called us to in that moment, to be effective in that place. The devil's looking to wear us out and God's looking to strengthen us, right? We're warned, do not grow weary in what? In, and this is in Galatians, in what? In your well-doing, in your effective ministry, don't grow weary. We have to understand there's going to be battle. When who The joy of the Lord is my strength. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. This is how we contend against the adversaries we now know are coming. 1 Corinthians 16 Verse nine, it's the scripture for this year. A great and effective door has opened to me and there are many adversaries. God is wanting us to see that he's opening opportunity. He's presenting opportunity, but he's also wanting us to not step through that door blindly and to understand there's gonna be resistance and to be already prepared for that resistance. I want to leave you with this quick example of like being prepared. We do it all the time in the natural world. So let's be sure to do it in the in the spiritual realm too. So my family, we just took a, a winter trip to Lake Tahoe. So we live in Texas. So none of us have snow boots, snow pants, hats, gloves, jackets that are enough to um, endure the weather that we were about to face. So what did we do? We all prepared for the situation we were going to be in before we got into that situation. We realized we didn't have the proper clothing for the weather that we were going to be in. And what did we do? We purchased the right clothes to protect ourselves in advance So we were prepared. Now we would have been in a very difficult situation. We would have been really stuck had we waited until we got to Lake Tahoe and then tried looking for the clothing we needed because the area we were in did not have those kind of stores. So that's just a small example of being prepared ahead of time. The scripture warns us, hey, guess what? It's coming. It's a great opportunity. It's huge. It's going to be amazing. And it's going to be effective. But there's going to be many adversaries. So be prepared. Remember, your enemy is like, like a roaring lion. Do you want to encounter a roaring lion unprepared? I sure don't. Be connected to God. Be in that place with him. Walk in that faith. Stay in righteousness. Stay in the truth. Don't let any non-truth slither in. Hold on to your faith. Line up your thinking with the word of God and you'll be prepared for the adversaries and your work in that opportunity that God has brought to you 
will be effective.